What's going on, 4th and Inches Podcast listeners? You got Stevie P. Uh, the guys are not going to be on the podcast today. We are just going to do a quick waiver wire uh, talk. And then another podcast later on will be put out later on today about uh, the weekend's games. So I want to make sure we get this waiver wire podcast out there. Basically, the way we're going to do waivers every single week is we are going to do uh, guys that are less than 50% owned in leagues. That way is just a whole lot easier um, for you to possibly find those guys. You know, some of the guys that we're going to talk about are obviously really, really low owned. But for the most part, you know, guys on waivers that are, you know, less than 50% owned is basically what we're going to be doing. So this week at the quarterback position, you got Derek Carr, who looked pretty good on Monday night. If you watched that game last night, you know, he was 259 and a touchdown last night. You know, it it could have been better. There was a couple of drop passes, but he, you know, he looked sharp. He was making some really nice throws. That touchdown pass to Terrell Williams was a really nice throw and catch, um, perfectly placed. So I think you can feel confident in starting Derek Carr this week, a guy that I like this week. Um, another guy is Josh Allen, you know, Josh Allen is only 20% owned and we're using us uh, ESPN roster, uh, ownerships. So basically the same in most, most, uh, most platforms. So Josh Allen's another quarterback that I like this week. You know, he is going up against the giants at the giants, you know, the giants, Eli put up some, you know, yards and points last week. They're probably not going to be able to do the same to Buffalo's defense. You know, Buffalo's defense, uh, they showed last week they're a very, very good defense. So, you know, I could definitely see Josh Allen going in there and, you know, the the Giants defense looked terrible. So I could definitely see Josh Allen going in there, doing his thing and uh, winning you you your week, really. For the quarterbacks, that's really, you know, the two guys that I would consider this week. You know, you got Trubisky going against Denver. I don't know how confident I feel about that. Andy Dalton is another quarterback that I do like, but I don't know how confident you're going to feel in Andy Dalton, you know, going up against San Fran. They are at home. So if you are thinking, you know, Andy Dalton, I'm desperate. You know, maybe you have Cam Newton and you're really worried about him or, you know, something like that. Then, you know, Andy Dalton is a guy that, uh, you know, you could definitely pick up and play. But, you know, I think Cam's bad game the other day was just that. It was a bad game. You know what I mean? It was it was uh, him knocking the rust off, basically, is the way I feel. He didn't really play almost at all in the preseason. You know, that week one, a lot of guys haven't played, you know, and it's just it's one of those things. It is what it is. So for the running back position, with Tevin Coleman now out, Raheem Mostart got a lot of touches after after he went down. So I could definitely see Raheem Mostart as a guy that, you know, people should be picking up and, and playing this week um, against Cincinnati. We, you know, we harped on Cincinnati's defense. They're not really all that great. And, uh, you know, Chris Carson didn't have a huge game against them. He had a very good game. He had two touchdowns, which helped out his stat line. <clears throat> but uh, a couple of catches, some yards. He had a receiving touchdown and a rushing touchdown. So Mostart is a guy that I would, you know, not mind starting in my flex. Darren Sproles, um, they used him a lot in, in Philadelphia. I don't, 
you know, for me, he's still a guy that I don't know if I'm starting. You know, going up against Atlanta, he, he's definitely, like I said, Atlanta doesn't really stop pass catching running backs. So if you need him, you know, if you're desperate at running back, you know, why not? Darren Sproles could definitely be used in the passing game. And he got 14 carries, you know, on Sunday. So, you know, it's definitely a guy that I think could, you know, do something for you. Uh, <clears throat> or he had nine carries and then 14 touches total. But, you know, nine carries for 47 yards. That's a good yards per carry. You know, a guy that I like this week. And I don't think you got to be real scared. Uh, Dante Hill. Yeah, I can't even can't even speak. Dontrell Hilliard um, is a guy that scored a touchdown the other day. He had a couple of catches. Um, he had uh, one catch for 14 yards. You know, not a guy that I'm feeling very confident in starting in my starting lineup. You know, I know um, some people were saying that he's going to be definitely the pass catching back. And they were down for, like, basically that whole fourth quarter after, you know, after Baker just imploded and, and just started throwing interception after interception. But he still wasn't used, even when they were down. So not sure how much I'm, you know, looking into, you know, picking him up. And really, there's not really too many running backs out there. Yeah, I mean, most most running backs are owned in most leagues. Um, <clears throat> we thought Chase Edmonds was going to get some play, you know, spelling David Johnson, and that didn't really happen. You know, there's there's really not too many guys here that I would say, oh, yeah, you definitely got to go pick this guy up. I would hold off, you know, if you want to handcuff some of your guys or, you know, something like that. I don't, you know, I don't mind you doing that. But other than that, there's not really a whole lot of uh, running backs that are, you know, not owned that are going to really help you out this week. This is definitely not a running back week, but it is 100 percent a receiver week. You know what I mean? When on waivers, it comes in waves exactly the way it says. So, you know, there is a bunch of wide receivers that, you know, you could definitely consider. Uh, Randall Cobb was used more than I think anybody even thought. Uh, he looked really, you know, good. He was catching the ball. He was breaking tackles. He was fighting through fighting through tackles. Love to see that. You know, Randall Cobb could be a guy that is a very, very good option for the Cowboys. John Ross is the no brainer pickup of the week. John Ross, you know, we have all saw seen John Ross do what he does, and I don't think anybody has been impressed for the past couple of years of John Ross, but, you know, he went off this weekend, so, and I don't, I don't see that not really continuing, really, you know I mean, when you look at what he did, he was targeted, I think, 11 times, he had seven catches for 158 yards and two touchdowns. You know what I mean? Like I could I could see if he was targeted four times and caught four balls for 156 yards and two touchdowns, then I'd be like, you know, uh, but he was targeted. He was looked for. They looked for him. You know, injuries have really hurt his career so far. And if he can stay healthy, he looks like, you know, the go to guy without AJ being there. So, you know, if he continues that trend, you know, it's definitely a guy that I want on my fantasy team. Uh, Philip Dorsett with AB coming. You know, this kind of happened to him last year. I mean, same scenario. Last year, it was Julian Edelman coming back that that hurt him. But, you know, if A.B. starts there next week, I think that the person that's going to hurt is Philip is Philip Dorsett. You know, I mean, he had a great game, four catches, 95 yards, and two touchdowns on four targets. You know, definitely a guy that, you know, is – if A.B.'s not playing, I would, I would throw him in a lineup. 
but you know, not a guy that I'm spending a whole lot of fab on or worried about. Danny Amendola was super involved uh, in this offense. He had a, I believe it was like a 46-yard touchdown in this game. Um, he had seven catches for 104 yards and a touchdown. Definitely a guy that, you know, if you need wide receiver help, I would definitely consider. We talked about him in the preseason, you know, as a guy that the Lions picked up and Matthew Stafford had, you know, targeted <clears throat> Golden Tate uh, for most of the time that Golden Tate was there, you know what I mean? And all, basically all the time that Golden Tate was there. So Matthew Stafford likes using the slot the slot wide receiver, and Danny Amendola is the new slot there. So I can definitely see Amendola having a, a good season. Uh, Trey Quinn got in the box yesterday. He had four catches for 33 yards and a touchdown. I don't know how attached to the Redskins offense you really want to be, but definitely a guy that I would consider putting into my lineup. Uh, if I absolutely needed some help, uh, because I think he's, you know, one of the better wide receivers on that team. Um, AJ Brown is another one. AJ Brown, you know, I don't think anybody thought AJ Brown was really going to do anything. All the talk that they talked, you know, we're talking in the preseason, how, you know, he was hurt almost the whole preseason and, you know, they didn't know how much he was going to be used. Well, guess what? He had three catches for three for a hundred yards and showed how explosive he could be we talked about how much we loved him you know in our dynasty podcast i told me told you guys he was one of my favorite guys we were worried about the landing spot spot but you know if he's going to be doing what he did yesterday he he was <clears throat> my second favorite wide receiver coming out of this draft and he showed that he could be dynamic in this in this passing offense you know 100 without a doubt so <clears throat> definitely a guy that i really like and uh, would like to roster. So uh, we have. Okay, so the next receiver I want to talk about we have is Marquise Brown. Marquise Brown went off yesterday. Hollywood showed that he is Hollywood for real. Um, you know, four catches, 147 yards and two touchdowns. You know, we know that it's against the Dolphins. So it is what it is. But Marquise ain't no joke. You know what I mean? We told you guys this, you know, in in the preseason when we did our Dynasty podcast. We brought his name up numerous times in the podcast talking about him. He is definitely a guy that, you know, can turn a nothing play into a touchdown every time he touches the ball. He is that dynamic. He's You saw his speed, you know, yes, on Sunday. It's just outrageous how fast this kid is and how he gets up to speed. And, you know, that is what that is. Terry McLaurin. This is what I'm going to pat myself on the back for. This is a guy that I was telling you guys to take a dart throw on because the Redskins offense is going to need, uh, you know, a pass catcher. And he made some circus catches yesterday, you know, on Sunday. I keep saying yesterday, but, you know, he he made some circus catches. He made some big plays. He looks like definitely the go to guy in, you know, the Redskins you know, wide receiver core. And I would definitely love to get him on my team. Uh, he had a five for 125 and a touchdown on Sunday against an Eagles defense that, you know, is definitely much better than it was last year. You know, has it's, you know, has uh, Rodney McLeod back, you know, which is a, it's an upgrade and you definitely, you know, want to have him, you know, on your team. And the dude is 7% owned. But definitely, you know, a guy that I was saying take a late dart throw on that I liked. He has the talent to be a very good wide receiver, and he showed it this weekend. 
Um, John Brown, another one, 35% owned. John Brown, seven catches, 123 and a touchdown on our DFS podcast. I told you guys about John Brown, told you to get him in your lineups this week, You know, if you're, especially if you're playing tournaments because he's going to be super low owned and he's going to do, you know, have a big game. And he did, seven for 123 and a touchdown. You know, that's something... That's something that John Brown can do any week. So, you know, definitely a guy that I would definitely pick up. Uh, DJ Chark is another guy. You know, four catches, 146 yards, and a touchdown. You know, DJ Chark, he is a big dude. He's really fast, and he can turn another another guy that can turn any play into a touchdown. So, you know, love him this week if you can get him, you know, Definitely spend some money on on these wide receivers, guys, because these wide receivers are hot. And I know, you know, you're probably not going to see replication games of a lot of these numbers. But if they could be half of the numbers, they're still putting up massive points for you. You know what I mean? They're still going to be very good. So I would definitely take some shots on these guys. You know, uh, let's see here on the list we have. Jamison Crowder was started getting picked up a lot, so we're not going to talk about him. Ted Ginn Jr., uh, you know, only 15% owned, 7 for 101. You know, I know they were down in that game. They had to move the ball, but they were going to Ted Ginn a lot. You know, it seems to me like he's still the number two wide receiver on this team, and a lot of people were sleeping on Ted Ginn. You know, Kev brought him up the other day on the DFS podcast, and he did his thing. So, you know, Ted Ginn is another guy that we, we like and uh, would tell you guys to pick up. I told you guys in the preseason, Chris Connolly could be something over in the Jaguars, and he had six for 97 and a touchdown. I know they were getting blown out for most of that game, so those numbers are not going to be every week because they were throwing a lot in this game. But Chris Connolly, you know, is a guy that I told you guys I like his talent. I think he is a good player. He just didn't have the opportunity in, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs organization that he's going to get with the Jaguars. And I do think he's a good receiver, you know, so... A guy that I would, you know, if I needed wide receiver help, I wouldn't mind taking Chris. You know, I think he is a, a talented wide receiver that can definitely, you know, do some things for you. Let's see here. Let's go down the list and see if we see anybody, any of the, one of these juicy, you know, wide receivers. Kenny Stills looked good on Monday night. You know, he only had three for 37 in a touchdown, but they were they were giving him some reverses. They seem like they want to get him involved in the offense. You know, that could that could increase more and more during the season, especially if Kiki QT is going to be out. It could end up being a situation where Kiki uses his job because he's just never healthy. And Kenny Stills is, you know, been basically predominantly healthy in his entire career. So it could just be that kind of situation where, you know, they decide, you know what, we're just going to we're just going to ride Landry because, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Preston Williams, you know, three for 24 and a touchdown the, yesterday or on Sunday. Another guy that uh, I don't know how much I want to roster him, but he did look good on that touchdown catch. He was able to, you know, haul the ball in, get both feet inbounds, you know, on a shoestring catch, basically. You know, I mean, I mean not a shoestring catch, a toe tap catch at the back of the end zone. Um, and it looked good. You know, it looked, he looked, he looked good in that game. I know they were being blown out. The Ravens defense is no joke. You know, if you watch that game, the Ravens defense wasn't playing, um, you know, and it is what it is, but you know, for the rest of the guys that I would say are less than, you know, 
50% owned. Traquan Smith caught a touchdown last night. That helped his numbers. He didn't really do much other than that. Cody Lattimore, uh, three for 74. You know, he looked like a guy that Eli Manning was looking for, especially deep. So if he's going to be the deep option for the Giants, the Giants could be down in a lot of games. So if you need wide receiver help, I wouldn't mind adding him. And then really, you know, Keyshawn Johnson showed a little bit the other day uh, on Sunday with, you know, they were also down in that game, but he had five for 46. You know, if he turns that into a touchdown, that's that's basically a 15-point fantasy game, and I could see him doing that on a consistent basis in this air raid offense. You know, he's the guy that it looks like him and Kyler Murray have a rapport, and Kyler Murray trusts him to catch the ball. So, you know, definitely a guy that I would be, you know, interested in picking up. Rashad Higgins started off pretty good. I mean, I think he had two catches in the first drive, and then he just didn't catch another ball in the rest of the game. So, you know, not a guy that I'm too worried about. Devin, Devin Funches went on IR. Um, You know, and other than that, that's really, you know, the extent of the, you know, the wide receivers that we're really going to get into. It's a lot of wide receivers this week. It's definitely the week to go spend on wide receiver if you got it. Um, you obviously got it. It's week one if you're doing fab. And if you have waiver priority, you know, you definitely want to get one of those receivers If because I'm, I'm positive you have somebody on your fantasy team that you can drop to help you, you know, pick up one of those guys. There's, there's not a doubt in my mind. So we're going to move on to the tight end position. Tight ends this week, uh, Darren Waller, it was spectacular. You know, he, last night, you know, he basically had 14 fantasy points. He had seven for 70. But if you watch them, the dude just was unguardable. They just couldn't guard him. He was catching everything, you know, looked really good last night. A guy that I really liked. Austin Hooper is another one that I've been toting, you know, toting for telling you guys, you know, get Austin Hooper. He's going to catch a lot of balls. He doesn't, he's not the touchdown score. He's not even the guy that, that really, um, is looked at in the red zone, but I'll tell you what, nine for 77, you know, that could be, especially when how bad that Falcons de you know, defense looked, they could be letting up some points and, and Matt Ryan could be throwing a lot this year. So I, I could definitely see him, you know, being a consistent five catch 50 yard guy every single week. And that's basically what I said, you know, before, uh, another guy, um, let's see here. We have, you know, there's not really a whole lot of tight ends that aren't rostered, um, you know, more than 50% that I would go after. But TJ Hawkinson, you got to talk about him. 30, he's only 30% owned. I think his people were scared of, you know, the rookie tight end. And I'll be honest, I was scared of the rookie tight end. I think rookie tight ends really don't perform well in the, in the, in the, you know, NFL, but we talked about it the other day and we all said TJ Hawkinson is a blocker and a pass catcher. So you'll, he'll never come off the field. And that's what I saw this week. He, his usage was outrageous. He was on the field all the time. And I'll tell you what, he laid some, he laid some wood in this, in this game. He was putting out some blocks, boy. So it wasn't just six for 131 on a touchdown. He was blocking the hell out of people. So, you know, this kid ain't never leaving the field. As long as he stays healthy, he's going to be a car, a tight end one. And I love this kid. You know, if you can pick him up in your league, you know, you have 70% of leagues that can pick this kid up, go get him because he is going to be a difference maker on your fantasy team. You know, without a doubt, without a doubt, he's going to be a difference maker on your fantasy team. So let's see here. 
it's not there's not really too many guys you know Jason Witten scored a touchdown but you don't want Jason Witten on your fantasy team I'm sorry you know as much as I love Jason Witten as a player because I think he is you know the quintessential hard-nosed player and I like guys like that you know he is just not somebody you're gonna want to roster uh Tyler Eifert you know was five for 27 I don't know how many people are wanting to to add Eifert and really other than that you know you had Vernon Davis have a big game you know, he had uh, that one catch and run, but he did have four catches for 59 yards and a touchdown. So, you know, Vernon Davis is somebody if you need to stream this week, you know, if you need if you've been streaming tight ends and you're going to decide to do that, you know, Vernon Davis, why not going up against Dallas? Dallas let up 100 and I think it was 110 yards or 116 yards to to uh uh, Evan Ingram this weekend so you know people are going to try to attack that they're going to try to attack that tight end position uh, with this Cow Dallas Cowboys defense and really that's about it guys there's not really there's not really too many more guys that I really am going to you know get deep into because there wasn't really that many guys that had great games you know CJ Zama was six was four for 66 he's a guy that you know I'm not super excited about picking up you know, uh, let's go Hayden Hurst, you know, had had a, you know, OK game three for 41. You know, so it's it's guys like that that are going to be, you know, in this conversation that, you know, you're not probably you're not probably be picking those guys up. You know, I mean, Jimmy Graham is less than 50 percent owned, you know, three for 30 in a touchdown. He was targeted a lot in that game. So, you know, if you need if you want to rely on Jimmy, you know, why not? But other than that, like I said, guys, it's going to be hard to figure out what guys you are going to, you know, want to have on your fantasy team. Uh, I would talk about Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews, if you can get him, he's 51% owned. So he's right above the cusp of the guys that we really want to talk about. But, you know, eight for 108 and a touchdown. We told you guys, you know, they've been, he, everybody's been plugging this guy saying that he's going to be very good this year. Against that, you know, Dolphins defense, every, it just seems like everybody's going to look good because they just are have given up. They really have. Um, but you know, definitely a guy I want on my fantasy team is going to be targeted as many times as he was targeted in this game. So for the waiver wire podcast, guys, that is it this week. We will be back later on today with a uh, game breakdown. You know, Kevin, Kevin, Dan will be doing that. And, uh, waiver wires will always be on Monday nights, Tuesday mornings. Uh, and we will talk breakdown, uh, waiver wires. So, that is waiver wires for this week, guys. Good luck on your fantasy teams. Remember to go to www.fourthandinchesff.com. That's www, the number four, T H N I N C H E S F F.com to get all of your player information, you know, waiver wires, you know, guys that we like for DFS, all, all the information that you want for fantasy football is on that site. And uh, if you guys like what we have to say and like, you know, us helping you out on your fantasy team show us some love and uh, go check out the site and uh, leave us a five-star rating and review if you would please and uh, for now thank you for listening and peace <laughs>